Welcome to the Planet Patrick podcast. Find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. I'm filming and recording today's podcast outside, unusually. So if you hear any trucks going past in the background, or cars, or birds cawing, or indeed bears roaring, you'll know that I'm in the western wilds of Canada. I'm on Vancouver Island, north of Campbell River, in a place called Strathcona Provincial Park. For those of you watching the podcast on video, you can see around me plenty of snow. It looks like about one foot of snow where I am right now, and in certain places that goes up to two or three feet. But strangely enough, it's sunny and warm, and so I'm taking off a scarf. Coming up in today's podcast, an update on the Riverdance Revisited Tours so far. Planning ahead. Slower travel. I'm Patrick Hughes and this is Planet Patrick. As we get started, I feel I should give you a bit of a health update. If you listened to the last podcast, I reported that I'd had kind of a pain in my tummy and went for tests to the emergency room where they were slightly concerned that I might have some kind of appendix problem. Happily, I can report that that seems to have abated. I had about three days in London right after that hospital trip and things were a little bit grumbly for the first day and then started to ease off. I've been in Canada now for eight days. I know it seems strange to believe it. And really, I've been doing quite well. I wonder, was it maybe a strained muscle or if it was a grumbly appendix that it went away? But you know what? I'll take that. So as I said, I've been in Canada eight days so far. I did struggle a little bit with jet lag and that's something that I know I struggle with at this point. Somebody had recommended, thank you Debbie, taking melatonin and I did do that for the first night and slept okay in kind of patches but nights two and three were really bad. I was awake at three o'clock in the morning and it's very hard to get through your day when you've been up so early, certainly if you're not taking a nap. But as the days have gone on, I've been able to sleep a little longer and I feel I've fallen into a bit of a better pattern, able to go to bed around 10 and get up somewhere around 5 o'clock, 5.30. And that feels a lot, lot more normal, to be honest with you. Canada so far, though, has been going great. I posted a video about WestJet. Thanks for all of your comments on that. It went pretty well. Long travel day, 22 hours. And then I've just posted a new video about Vancouver. And, you know, that was a lot of fun. I'm really trying to work on my storytelling skills. I guess when I first started out with vlogging, I picked up the camera and I went around wherever I went around. And then in the edit, in post-production, I was trying to put it together. And sometimes things fit together and sometimes they didn't. That's probably still the case in that I like to have the camera on and experience the day and see what a place is like but I feel that there's maybe a better thread coming through it um, and some of the feedback on this latest Vancouver video that I just posted seemed to indicate that people were getting where I was headed. After Vancouver I headed up to Tinamara which is a resort place on Vancouver Island which I had visited about 24 years ago when I was here with Riverdance with four or five other of the Riverdance crew. And I remembered it as being really beautiful and having this kind of 
big sky appeal, if I can call it that. And so much of Canada has that kind of appeal. I think you're going to see more of that coming with the drone work that I've done since. But when I was up in Tinamara, one of the things that was on my mind, particularly with regard to the channel, was a move towards professionalization, if you'll forgive that phrase. I guess there was no impulse on me in the first six months of doing Planet Patrick for the videos for the channel for my website to be anything other than a fun side project and you know I suppose in a way it kind of still is a side project and that I'm not relying on it to make money um, but I'm dedicating a lot more time to it this year and as I'm doing that I'm realizing that there are things that I can adjust um, and things that I can improve as I go along that I'm actively trying to do. One of those is, as I was mentioning, the idea of storytelling. But I think there could be a clarity about what it is that I'm doing out here, who I am. And if you've been following for a long time, you know there's lots of parts to my story. And I don't think that in an elevator pitch of what this channel is about, you're ever going to put the 45 different parts of my personality and history together into some kind of cohesive short sentence. And I don't think anyone's asking me to do that, but I think it's reasonable to have an expectation that, oh yeah, when I watch Planet Patrick, I'm watching what? And I think it's, there's some kind of keywords in there, you know, it is about travel. I think as I go along, my history as a singer, my interest in singing and music is coming more and more to the fore for me. And so I think that needs to factor in there somehow as well. And for my whole life, I've been one way or another, a writer, whether writing a blog, I've written for the Sunday Times, you, you may know that, or for the Irish Independent, Irish Times, as an occasional journalist, and then working in TV and radio, obviously a lot of that's about writing. And one thing I've not talked about too much is that I've just had a book, uh, I've just had a chapter published in a book called Birth and the Irish, where I write about LGBTQ surrogacy, and that's my first published book chapter which I'm massively excited about. So although I've done journalistic things, I hadn't done the author thing. And I'm very grateful to the editor of that book, Salvador Ryan, for giving me an opportunity to share that uh, with the world, I suppose. So as I move forward, and maybe this is something I'll reflect on in future podcasts, and I guess reflect on maybe, I'll poll a little bit about it on the YouTube channel, I'm trying to find the hook that helps people be able to understand what it is that I'm doing. And I think it's travel, music, writing, something around that. Leave me any comments or thoughts that you have about that. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, maybe in the YouTube comments, uh, or on uh, by getting in touch with me through the website, through planapatrick.net. Speaking about planpatrick.net, just while I mention it, I did post another vlog there um, about a week ago 
and I was really heartened by how many people popped over to have a read and I'm grateful for that. If anyone wants to check out my writing and what I've been writing about, you, you can pop over to planetpatrick.net and all of the information is there. In fact, if you go there and you're wondering how to connect to the podcast or to the YouTube channel or to find any information like Patreon and uh, maybe the Instagram handle, all of that stuff is there. Planetpatrick.net forward slash links will give you all of that information. I didn't intend that bit to be an advert, but, you know, people do ask and I think that's important so you know about it. Yeah, so... I came up here then to Tinamara and I'm currently visiting friends who live in Campbell River. I'm visiting with Amy and her husband Richard. Amy was my housemate for, oh God, for years and years before I joined Riverdance. Um, she came to Dublin to do a PhD in geology and I remember her moving in with a very large saxophone case. She doesn't play the saxophone anymore, um, but she does remain my friend all of these years later. And I've been promising to come and see the beautiful part of the world that she lives in. And, you know, this is, I don't, I don't want to use the word remote with any pejorative sense in it, but it's remote in that it's away from the major cities. It took me, I suppose, altogether five hours to get from Vancouver to this part of Vancouver Island. Maybe if you were driving in a fast car, you'd get here much faster. I took some buses and the ferry and, you know, uh, and so on. But it's beautiful. If you dream about what Canada might look like with the vertiginous peaks topped with snow, with the frozen lakes and the beautiful trees, it's all here in kind of a microcosm of Canada on Vancouver Island. So what's next? Well, I'm heading next to Calgary and I'm going to visit with my friends Kerry and Byron. Thanks guys for having me and Sally and their cats, or as they like to call them, the squishies. And we kind of, we have a busy schedule planned. Uh, I fly there tomorrow. I'm taking this really interesting flight with Pacific Coastal on a Beechcraft 1900D, I think is the right title. Uh, and we're heading from here in Campbell River across to Vancouver and then I'm picking up a WestJet flight to get to Calgary. The following day we're going uh, with Carrie and Byron, we're heading up into the mountains. There was a trip that we did with Riverdance a long time ago to see Lake Louise and Banff up in the Rockies. It's drivable from Calgary, it'll make it a long day and it's very generous of uh, Carrie and Byron to offer to drive up and I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, the day after that we're going to spend in Calgary and then we're driving up to Edmonton after that. Now Edmonton is going to be the last stop in the Canada part of the Riverdance Revisited trip. After that it's all United States. So I'm going to be flying from Edmonton down to Seattle and starting the trip from Seattle onwards. Now, if you want to see all of the different places that I'm going to, the easiest place is to pop onto the website and the information is all there in the latest post that contains the itinerary. As to dates, well, as I've been going along, I, I thought, well, you know, I don't need to worry too much about dates, I don't think. Um, you know, I can maybe work out if I want to stay a little bit longer somewhere or a little bit shorter. And that's something I've addressed before on the podcast. That's so, kind of an approach I'd like to move towards. But the fact of the matter is, 
that the United States Border Police will very, very reasonably require knowledge of when I'm leaving the country at the moment at which I arrive. Now, it's only a few days until uh, I fly to the United States on the 1st of February, and so I need to work out at least the broad shape of my itinerary to pick a date on which I'm going to leave. Now, in my mind, I'd been thinking that needs to be a flight back to Dublin or a flight to London so I can get home to Northern Ireland. But I wonder if maybe the right idea is to book a flight, they tend to be relatively inexpensive, down to Mexico. And this is part of a question that I have about the speed of my travel. If you've watched any of my previous series, I appear to go at breakneck speed and I did, between cities and stops, often staying for only one night in a hotel before travelling again the next day. I guess I was conscious about budget, about not overspending, and I was conscious that I had other commitments back at home that required me to get back, I had deadlines and, you know, life stuff to do. Now, on this particular trip, I don't have quite the same number of demands back home and so I'd quite like to travel a little bit slower. I was chatting to Amy about this idea earlier that perhaps I could take things at a slightly different pace to that kind of frenetic running around. That's exhausting. And it's been great. I've got four nights here in Campbell River and I've been able to go and visit places like Strathcona Provincial Park where we're sitting right now. Um, and go and enjoy different foods, but also be in a home or be in a place where I can make a slice of toast or a cup of tea and I have the time to do the editing, for example, that I need to do. And whether I like it or lump it or you think differently, traveling, recording and editing is work. It takes a lot of hours and, you know, I love doing it, but I need to give myself time to do it. If you're traveling and recording, that requires, you know, a number of hours. A 10-minute video might take five to eight hours, depending on how complicated it is, to produce. And so what I want to build into this next section of travel in the United States and possibly Mexico is enough time to give myself room to breathe, room to do the editing, and also days where I'm not filming, because I think that'll be important in the long run if... Planet Patrick takes off as beautifully as it already has. If it's to take off even further, you know, I need to address this in a very healthful and mindful way. So a couple of places that are coming up in my mind are, for this longer stay, are Salt Lake City, possibly. Um, I remember being there and liking it, and it seems to be a less expensive city in terms of Airbnbs. And if I were to book four or five days in an Airbnb, that would be a more reasonable place to do it than, say, Los Angeles. Another place that I had in mind that I've never been is Austin in Texas. So that could be a fun place to explore. And then the third place that I've already mentioned is potentially Cabo San Lucas, which is on the Baja Peninsula of Mexico. Now, it's about a two-hour flight down from Los Angeles, and at some point I'm going to... And at some point I'm going to Los Angeles to visit with friends. Hi, James. I'd be able to get from LA down to Cabo super easily. Two hours. It looks like it costs about 65 to $75 for a one-way flight. 
and that would satisfy the requirement for the US border guards to be sure that I was going to be leaving the country you know, within the time limit of uh, tourists from Ireland visiting the United States. The maximum length of stay is three months, but I'm not going to stay three months on this occasion, probably closer to three to four weeks. Um, and so going and spending a little bit of fun time in Mexico, working on editing, having a couple of days off in the sunshine, sounds to me like a really great idea. Will I do it? I don't know. <laughs> Leave your comments and thoughts about that uh, on here on YouTube or indeed over on Planet Patrick on Instagram. I've been thinking a little bit about healthful ways to travel and being here in Canada has given me a really good insight into how people live off-grid, live in smaller homes and tiny homes. Um, particularly, I'm up in this place called Strathcona and I just visited a place called Strathcona Lodge and they do the whole tiny home. I mean, you can go and stay there for a week or a month or whatever you want to do. Uh, they're off-grid. They, there's a little bit of kind of communal people helping people, uh, which seems to be going on. And the place is absolutely beautiful. I've never seen people look so happy in my life. Um, and there were just a few people about walking about and a couple of people that worked there. Um, and it struck me that there's something in that. I don't know if that means that I want to spend maybe a little bit more time trying out travel where there's an outdoor element or possibly thinking about van life and van life I suppose I don't want to do van life which is which makes me suffer in any way <laughs> you know I have an absolute taste for luxury as we've talked about before but van life where it's comfortable and warm and yet you have access to these beautiful places maybe where there's fewer people around and maybe that feeds into the conversation I've just been having about the idea of slower travel I mean do you think that that's crazy altogether you know maybe I would buy a van you you possibly know how expensive they are a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter would you know potentially cost 60 or 70 thousand but perhaps there's a way to maybe buy one and convert it um, and explore that kind of life. I've had what I call a dream conversation with Amy where this is where you outline something with a friend and you're like what if what if I did this and did that and we talked about the idea of maybe doing that here in Canada you know I'm permitted to stay for X number of months because of where I come from in, in Europe and it would be perfectly possible to buy something, work with people here who are used to doing boat builds and camper van and RV builds and that kind of thing and get something up and running and in fact then head out from here into the wilds of Canada. You know, I'd love to go to the Yukon, for example, um, and experience all kinds of places that you wouldn't necessarily fly into, but if you were driving there, you would get to see. So it's something for me to think about. Um, you know, maybe I'm a little bit indefinite in today's podcast, but I have this grow, this pull towards the kind of travel that's a little bit slower and a little bit more thoughtful. 
thoughtful of being in the environment thoughtful maybe it's not like a slapdash get in spend a hundred dollars in uh, every night on a fancy meal kind of travel it's something that I feel drawn to and I want to explore a little bit more and I feel so blessed that I've got the time to be able to do even that level of thinking on this trip uh, you know around Canada and the USA for Riverdance Revisited you know with Re Riverdance Revisited I try and make the point in the first couple of videos and this will become ob more obvious with the vlogs that are coming out later you know there's quite a few things that I say you know in Vancouver uh, and in Hammersmith that relate to Riverdance but once I get out a little bit further you know I don't particularly remember the theatre in every city that we went to I don't remember the hotel because a lot of them were generic corporate hotels Marriott's and uh, Crown Plazas all of which were lovely uh, I'm sure but many of them are probably gone or uh, have been taken over or re rebuilt or reorganized in some way and so you know I'm not going back to look at the Kalamazoo Michigan Marriott if that's where we stayed that that wouldn't be interesting for you or me but as we push forward with the Riverdance Revisited tour it becomes more about looking through these places from a, a different perspective with a different lens with this the lens of who I am now with all of the experience that I've had um, and with a hunger to learn more and so the the hook on which I hang the hat of Riverdance Revisited is not reliving 24 years ago but trying to experience places in a new way a lot of them have changed I've changed and so we're coming towards the end of today's podcast you know, I'd be really grateful if you have suggestions and thoughts that you'd like to share that perhaps you'd let me know about it in the comments here on YouTube or you can use the contact form over on planetpatrick.net click on contact and that'll send me an email directly so if there's anything you'd like to have a chat about or me to address here please go ahead and contact me well, that's it from here in Strathcona Provincial Park what a beautiful place to do a podcast just as the sun is going down over the lake which is right in front of me. I look forward to you joining me again for the next one and in the meantime take care. Bye bye. Patrick Hughes and this is Planet Patrick.